Wake up, John Doe, you're the hope of the world. secret conglomeration that wants to like take over the world but they're like cute and cuddly <laughs> no we didn't do that yet we talked about the uh the beanie bubble oh i thought we did oh, I could have. it would have been funny though if they would have called themselves that the the build-a-bear the group build-a-bear group yeah yeah 
We like hugs and workers that keep their mouth shut. <laughs> we don't talk about what's inside us. <laughs> we are a nightmare of your own creation. Uh, <laughs> we should probably start the show. Um, hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Actual Comedy Presents, an actual podcast. I'm Angel Ace. And I'm Aaron. And uh, Aaron, uh, it's been a pr- pretty eventful week, I would say, w- wouldn't you? I would say it's been very eventful. Um, so I contracted uh, COVID. Got a COVID scare. Got a little COVID scare last week on Monday, last Monday. Somebody bumped into your car. And then somebody hit my car, knocking <laughs> half the bumper off. Our TV exploded. Our TV exploded. Yeah. Um, so we had to rearrange our whole room to accommodate the TV from downstairs that we don't use. Um, and so we ended up, uh, you know, doing a little bit of redecorating and I'm feeling it. Yeah. I think once we get the cameras in here, they're really going to pick up the vibe we're going to get going in here. We're going to get a vibe in here? We already have a vibe in here, but like, it's going to be... Okay. What is, if you would have to quantify a vibe, how would you say, what, what would you explain that to somebody else? How like would you what say? our vibe was? No, like if somebody said, like, what is a vibe? What would you say? It's like a feeling. It's a, a, a je ne sais quoi. Mm. Okay. So it's a French feeling. A French feeling. A French fe- a feeling that makes you feel French? I don't know, but the French usually have words for where you don't have a word to put something. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like because it's like petite. the joie de vie. Yeah. What was the one you, you try to... You try to get me with, with like, a made-up uh, ballet move. And I was like, uh, that means uh, pot of cheese or something? Oh, pot of bourree is not a made-up term. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. is a dancing term. Yeah, yeah. What did I thought you said? Pot of fromage? I don't know. Yeah. That's probably pot of you cheese. You keep telling though. me that you could do ballet better than me. And I'm like, I took, like, 10 years of ballet. I took zero days of ballet, and I 100% believe that I can do better ballet than you can. You don't even know first position. What is the first position? How can you tell, tell me that you're going to be better at ballet at me than me? I never if said... You don't even okay. know, like, the firsts. I never said you I was better... You don't even ABCs of ballet. I never said I was better at ballet training. Or the en deux trois. I said I was better at doing the moves than you okay so you might have all the clerical stuff all down and uh, the vagaboong and the bagabagamoo and the jagamong and whatever the fucking what are they what's the word for french people uh cheese heads yeah those people i'm not gonna fuck around with that dude you can't fuck around with the french though why don't you give me a dance that was made in america huh because they're all racist. They're not. All the dances in America are racist. Fucking square dancing. Uh, okay. Why is it square dancing? Because they don't want to admit that, that uh, aliens made the pyramids. Yeah, but who made It's Hip to be Square? Mm, I think that was a uh, Jew. No, 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 no. How dare you? Huey Lewis? Is he Jewish? Is he? I don't even know what he looks like. Huey Lewis is Jewish. That is hard to say. All right. Can you look that up? Not now. Well. I guess we'll do it some other time. Whatever. I'm saying, you know. Tell me what you're saying. I'm saying. Because I will challenge you to a ballet. I mean, uh, give me another American dance. Uh, The honky tonk? Mm, 
I don't want to do that one either. Exactly. The electric slide. I would electric uh, slide the shit out of you. Bro, come on now. Are you kidding me? You don't even know who you're talking to. Do you know who you're talking to? I was voted uh, boy most likely to be the king of dance in high school. You were not. Yeah, I was. You were not. That's a lie. Whatever. You were voted boy most likely to actually be a vampire. That's not true. That wasn't a category that was in my high school. So I saw your yearbook. I didn't have a yearbook. I didn't buy one. <laughs> I know. I saw Milton's. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, yeah, it's been a crazy week. We'd, uh... We dealt with a lot of shit this week, but uh, so have the people of Hawaii. Oh, shit, man. That whole one island got lit on fire. Ma- Maui's on fire? Maui, Waui. Oh, shit. Isn't it funny, though? Because I feel like there's a drink that's like a volcano drink called like the Maui something or other. Uh, my that they tie? light on fire. Uh, <laughs> it's like, I think it's hibachi, maybe. This is the only place that does it. Wait, a Japanese steakhouse restaurant does a Hawaiian-themed called- uh, yeah. drink? Yeah. What's it called? Uh, I think it's a Maui something. Mm. Is there a volcano on Maui? Uh, yeah. Yeah, and there is. And they're not even on fire because of the volcano. No, did they figure out what the fire... Oh, because they said it was like the non-native grass or some shit like that? Yeah, I don't know. Like it caused us to be well, too dry? Well, I heard a conspiracy that they were trying to get the area that actually all burned up. Mm. Like that the government was trying to get that land to like repurpose it into like, I don't know, some sort of like public housing or something like that. Yeah. And it was basically taking the land away from the, the natives. Yeah. But now that it's been declared like a disaster area, mm-hmm. then it's no longer native land. Oh, okay. So, I don't know. I mean, there's con- some conspiracies behind that. Uh, you want to add to that uh, a little fact that I found out, like, right before we started recording? Yeah. Uh, there's a little-known celebrity uh, that, back in March, uh, acquired 1,000 acres on the island of Maui in Hawaii. Uh, mm. You want to know who that is? Blazing Blabloa? Nope. The Rock? Nope. It's not even a fucking... Uh, is it a Roseanne? No. Is she near Maui? Roseanne's nuts. Yeah, she remember she lives in Hawaii somewhere. Uh, she might have relocated by now. Maybe. Um, I think she still has her Hawaii. I haven't seen her post anything, though. Anyway, sorry. Tell me. Uh, Blofa Blimfrey. Blopla Blimply? Yeah. Why? Is that the land that she bought? She bought a thousand acres worth of land in Maui back in March. Oh, no. Yeah. You think that she... What was she going to do with it? Um, a thousand acres a in Maui? A thousand acres. What's a... He- not a very big... What's a hectare? A hectare? Yeah. A hectare. I only remember one person pronouncing that word weirdly. I don't even know how much it uh, equals. Isn't it like 10 by... T- like 10 acres by 10 acres or some shit so like, like that? like 100 square acres. I think it's like... Yeah, like what the equivalent of like a square foot would be. In f- like measuring feet, you know what I mean? Uh, like a cubed, a cubed foot. I think like a cubed area or like a rectangled area, maybe. Mm. I don't know. We got to so, get into land owning uh, lingo. Land owning laws. Land land owning yeah, lingo. We got to get ourselves some fucking farmland or something before uh, everybody. It's else. all bought up. Thirty percent of our land is owned by uh, other countries. Yeah. Our farmland. That's concerning. But what does that mean they own it, though? It means uh, a foreign entity came in and purchased the land. The rights to the land? 
I guess, but is yeah, it, I don't know if they're building on it or what. Is it like the same type of rights that like a homeowner would have or like a business owner? You know what I mean? Mm, like maybe there's different. a maybe there's like a different contract they got to sign if they're like not from here or some shit like that. Yeah, the shit works differently because you don't always if you buy a house that's in like a development. Technically, I don't know how much of your land that you actually like quote unquote own. Yeah, we were having this really discussion, own, like, right? Because, yeah, because when my grandma passed, I wanted to see, like, she had a reverse mortgage on her house, but she, I had the deed to the land that the house was on, and I was like, well... So you were pretty sure that, like, the reverse mortgage was for the house itself, not the land that the house the land. was on? Yeah. yeah. Like, you can come and take the house away, but we get to keep the land or whatever? I don't know. I think it might work like that, but I don't think enough people look into it. My other question was, like, how far deep and how far up does it go um i don't know i think it goes fuck i don't know how deep it goes yeah because i remember when we were talking about whether or not you could bury somebody on your on your land yeah yeah and yeah. you can if you have the right um like specs like there's no gas lines or anything on your property yeah as long as you get permission so i would think you could get at least six feet right or if you wanted to dig a swimming pool or something like well, it depends where you live. I mean, I, I would think that people that live on, like, hillsides, like in California, yeah. couldn't just, like, dig in their backyard and, like, drop a dead body back there. <laughs> it might come rolling out some at some point during an earthquake or some shit. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I, yeah, I don't know how, because it's got to go state by state, too, how, like, the different land laws work, I would think. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, I don't know. And especially with a, a different, like, native territories, um... You know what I mean? Like, because when you, you when you like buy an island, right? Yeah. The island is usually part of a country, right? So you're buying land that belongs to a country that the country's like cool if you like owning. But like, does that mean you own like the waters around that island? Mm -hmm. And like, can you like launch rockets from there if you wanted to without like the gov the government of that like island like talking shit? You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know because I mean you're not supposed to use a friggin' like laser pointer in the air. You know what in, I mean? In America. Yeah, but Hawaii's in America, but you're talking about just any island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's probably all specific to whatever country you're in because there's different yeah. laws everywhere. Yeah, true. Huh. Would you buy an island in America? Is there an island available? Like in Maine? And, like, off of uh, California, like, Washington. I like where, yeah, like, around Washington, like, up where, like, those, uh, what are those things called? Like, uh, uh, damn it. Not a holler, but a place where, like, the whales have, like, an alcove. A sound? A sound. I yeah, yeah, yeah. A sound. Yeah. Someday. Like, or at least just, like, have, like, a timeshare. <laughs> Something like that. Like where I could just go and like I could like go out my back door and see some whales. Yo, timeshares are weird. So yeah, you I like, wouldn't buy one of those. You no. like when you put money in one, right? You like own that forever, but you just got to like share it with other people. That's yeah, the deal. It's weird. Like you get a certain amount of weeks of. Um, or are you like paying to is it like leasing a car where you like. It's basically like prepaying for a vacation. Okay. So you know that every year you're going to have two weeks or a month or whatever at this particular location. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's basically, that's basically what it is. And you can, like, you know. What happens if the people that are using it, like, the week before you, 
run up like the electric bill or like the water bill and don't pay it. I don't think it's like that. I think the like when you have timeshare places, all that shit is included. Oh, uh, they have like a company like a hotel probably, right? Or like a condo kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's kind of like an air extended Airbnb, pretty much. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay. I see. Yeah. So I don't know. Like it's it's definitely a bad investment. I think I don't really want a timeshare. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know that I want to live on a sound like forever, but I would definitely like to like be be around like that sort of area for some time. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't take one in Maui right now. Oh no. No. Although They're tickets cheap are pretty fuck. cheap. Yeah. <laughs> and like people are like, don't come to Maui right now, even though cheap tickets are really like How funny hilarious available. is that that they're like, We don't want people buying the tickets to come to Maui because then those resources are gonna be used in getting those people here. When we need those resources to get people out. Like just don't sell the tickets to get there. You know what I mean? Like That's what I don't understand. <laughs> if you can declare something like in a, a disaster zone. Like the same shit happened with like uh what was the the hurricane that hit Puerto Rico? Uh I can't remember. San- was no, it Sandy? It Sandy. It was more it was where Trump's Trump years. Oh, when he was throwing the paper towels like yeah. basketball. But do you <laughs> remember them saying that there was like warehouses full of shit, like that they were trying to get to the people that needed it? But oh. there was like all these fucking like lines that they had to go through. Yeah, so, like, yeah. If it was donated to the Red Cross, they have to be distributed appropriately and all this shit. So what happens is the government goes in and like just takes over and then they don't let anybody else in with the disaster, like, uh, management or yeah. something i don't know it's just weird because like basically now they're not letting uh, I, I saw like somebody tweet that they they weren't letting like all these supplies that they were trying to get over to the island that people needed it yeah. was somebody it was somebody that lived there that said like there's literally like all this shit that they're trying to give to us and the salvation army or the red cross i guess the red cross wasn't letting them have the supplies that they needed what do you think they were trying to get to them that they needed? I guess, like, water, like, that sort of thing. Shouldn't they, like, get those people out of there? Like, the island is, like, actively still on fire, it's right? It's still on fire, and, like, a lot of it's like ninety-eight burned. I guess, like, the surrounding ones that, like, maybe are, like, poorer neighborhoods that, like, didn't catch on fire, but maybe all the main shit has. Yeah. And now they don't have access to, like, food or, like, supplies or anything, because they, they have limited supplies on the island. Yeah, yeah. So... Jeez. It's crazy. It's insane. I mean, and that it's been burning for so long that, like, I don't know. Do you believe anything that about that native grass thing, that theory that they had? What, that it happens every year and we're just sensationalizing it? No, 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 no. That, that there's, a, like, an influx of this, like, non-native grass that's, oh. like, taking over the island and causing, like, uh, the native grass... Oh, to die out? To die out. So this 100%. non-native grass is, like, not, like, equipped for that type of island life. And it dries up way more quickly. And then it leads to more fires being... That totally makes sense. Yeah. But, like, how do they get non-native grass in Hawaii? I guess just, like, with transport, like, people just bringing, like, shit with them, right? Like, on boats and in planes, like... But what kind of... Like, I'm just wondering what kind of grass could spread like that and, like... They don't realize it's a problem until now. Well, I think they were trying to say that, like, it's because the whole island is just, like, covered in green, like, most of the time. Like, you don't really notice it. But when the temperatures get, like, really hot, 
Like it dries up. Well, when it has the usual grass there, it stays green or knows how to like retain moisture enough so the island doesn't catch on fire. But uh, supposedly there's this other type of grass that like dries up completely and then it catches on fire very easily. And that's like the dominant, I think, landscape uh, grass that's oh, on the shit. island right now. So you now. think people came in and like landscaped their areas with that shit and then it just spread? Could have been. I'm just yeah. wondering how it got out. You know what I mean? Because we have like trees around here that are like non-native that are like that's what brought the spotted lanternflies around and um they were brought in on purpose i think to like re-stabilize like the um soil and shit Mm -hmm. because they're really good at uh like getting their roots out there and all that shit but they're like not good for the ecosystem because they like drown out the stuff that our pollinators are attracted to yeah and like what the birds eat so and they also carry the most amount of like spotted lantern spotted <laughs> spotted lanternfly eggs yeah so i don't know shit's crazy man i mean mother nature is like just wiling out right now I think. usually it finds a way to like deal with all this shit right but i feel like it's just too much shit at once yeah it's a lot yeah and i think i don't know like sometimes i i just i i have no idea it's definitely something crazy that's going on but like i think like with everything there's so much uh media sensation around it that like we don't even really i don't think we'll ever know what happened right yeah exactly because if this person bought all that land right like who's to say they didn't, you know, start a fire to clear the mm. non-native grass. Yeah, yeah. And it got out of control. Yeah, true. I mean, it's possible. I mean, how much, uh, like, I think it was 98 at the last time I looked, confirmed dead. Damn, really? I yeah. think it was It was in the 80s when I saw yesterday, so. Maybe it's still there. I don't know. It was, it was a really, really high number. It's fucking crazy, because there's not that many people that live there, How right? big is the island? I, don't, I thought it was only, like, a few miles long and a few miles wide. Yeah, but I think it's, like... It might not be big, but I think it's densely populated. Yeah. But, like, yeah, so where do all these people go if everything's on fire? Yeah. I mean, fucking, can they fucking get, like, plane rides or boat rides or whatever out of there? I don't know. I don't know. That's the thing. I feel like everything's just, like, all caught up in, like, the fucking funnel right now because there's a bunch of people trying to get out, a bunch of people trying to get in, and, you know... Obviously, there's people taking advantage of the cheap plane tickets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about that crazy uh, thing that happened to us where we were talking about how uh, it be what it would we, we were doing that thing where we just come up with like made up scenarios and we were talking about that movie Open Water where the people go uh, scuba diving and oh, they come back God. up and the boat isn't there and we we're like, how crazy would it be? To go like scuba diving or something and then you come back up and not only is the boat not there but the island is on fire and then like a day later we get there's this news about my Ma- being on fire and then like a day after that there's a story about this what was he like a pastor or something yeah, that went scuba went diving the whole island's on fire <laughs> Yeah, we gotta stop talking about stuff because the last time we talked about the uh, Titans, right after that, the fucking Titanic happened. Uh, oh, yeah. Accident happened. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what the fuck? It's pretty wild, though. I mean, it's a wildfire. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, hopefully they can get it under control Yeah. I before mean, I, some I, other crazy shit happens. I, I wonder, though, if it isn't like a ploy to get the land from the native people, like if it wasn't done on purpose. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Part of me kind of believes that because specifically the area that burned was area that the government had been fighting the locals about because they wanted to do something else with the land. 
So it's a little weird that that area would catch on fire. Mm. But, you know, who's to say? Who's to say? Um, other weird shit that happened this week, uh, we saw some old fucking retired rappers uh, fighting with each other. Speaking of hot fire coming at you. Sp- speaking of... Uh, Melly Mel. <laughs> he came out with a diss song against Eminem. Oh my God, it was like 10 minutes long. Dude. <laughs> Maybe it was like three, but it felt like... But, okay, so like... He's from that generation where songs were 10 minutes long, right? Oh, yeah, he is. I think he was trying to come at Eminem with, like, uh, the hot fire that he had when he was, like, probably, like, 20, 22 or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it was like, I told you, man. You need to understand. (laughs) (laughs) I know you do like the back of my hand. And that went on for 10 minutes. Yeah. And And it was, like, supposed to be, like... What was he? It was like a call to arms or something. He's basically saying like I'm co- I'm coming at you Eminem blah blah blah. And then uh, what happened? Eminem didn't respond. I don't think he did because no. the world did. No, I saw him <laughs> performing with like Kelly Clarkson or something. Eminem. He was performing with like a girl. Oh. And then they brought him out, and it was like everybody was all hyped about it. I don't remember. I showed you the video. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. but he didn't say that. anything about Melly Mel. No, I don't think he even bothered. Yeah. Was he, what, what, where did that even come from? I, I was like trying to read this thing that had like a timeline of their beef, but I got so bored with it that like I clicked away immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, like rappers don't do beef anymore. Yeah, but uh, in any case, he came out with this diss track. Uh, everybody clowned him for it, uh, and rightfully so. Um, and then he came out with this like long apology letter on oh like social my God, media. That was even more tragic. <laughs> what did he say on there? He's what like, were the words he used that were like what? Uh, posthumous or some shit like that. He said, um, "I'm not trying to pantomime the paradigm." Hectiker or some shit like that. He used a bunch of words that they use on Love on the Spectrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um. Yeah, he came out with this apology note that basically said, like, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't mean to uh, upset his fan base because I guess his fan base came at him. Eminem fans, like, current current Eminem fans are probably up there with, like, the ICP fans. Like, they love their guy, right? Really? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I didn't even know there were still, like, real Eminem fans. I think it's, like, one of those things where it's, like... The the ones that like know better like already dropped off, and yeah. the ones that are still there are either they already know better and they're just too stubborn to be like, I was wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or yeah. or it's just like I don't know any better music than this type of rap music that I listened to in the early two thousands. In the early two thousands. Twenty years. I ago? mean, I built. I was you know, I liked it for the time, but it now was great. looking back, it's like oh. That was not, that does not hang, hold up. It's so crazy that the only, like, beef that Eminem lost was the Mariah Carey beef. (laughs) Yo, that was so good for her, too. Because she literally just didn't even address him. She just played him in a video. He came out with, like, three diss songs against her. And then her mans at the time came out with, like... Two terrible songs that nobody even remembers. And then Nick Cannon? Yeah, you remember? He came out with songs? Yeah, he came out with like two like diss raps against Eminem, like trying to come at him and like nobody like everybody cared. They gave him the they gave him the Melly Mel treatment, basically. (laughs) 
Was uh was his better than Melly Mel's? Yeah. I would say, well, I don't know. We would have to do a comparison. <laughs> That'd actually be fun to do later, just compare the Melly Mel and the uh, Nick Cannon diss tracks against Eminem. So, so he lost the thing with Mariah Carey and then came out and was like, just admit it because you know I come too fast. Remember? Like, yeah, yeah, and then people he were, said? yeah, he said something like, uh, he had like a line in one of his songs that said like, I, why would I like admit that I came too fast unless like it was true or some shit like that <laughs> and because of that everybody was like obviously it's real like why why would he say that <laughs> obviously it's real but what was the fucking point of it though just to like let everybody know that they banged I guess because he had like came out with a song talking about that they banged or whatever oh and, where he's like what you Mariah and then yeah and then he did it again and then her man got mad and then came at him and then he came back at them and then she came out with Why You So Obsessed With Me, which is arguably the best song out of that entire feud. Oh, 100%. <laughs> it's the video so was hilarious. And it's still like, it's like such a, it's like the thing that you say to people when you want to make them feel stupid. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, Why are you so obsessed with me? Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. So I feel like Eminem loses all the way, but Melly Mel, you might have took a fucking... Has Eminem ever come at like a real rapper? Yeah, didn't he have like beef with um a real rapper? I don't even know. What well, who's a real rapper? I feel like a real rapper wouldn't even be bothered. Yeah. Like uh I think the 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 uh most hip hop guy he came at was probably Cannabis. He came at Cannabis? I think so. Uh, what yeah. did Cannabis do? I don't even remember. Cannabis? Yeah. He was like a rapper. <laughs> I couldn't name you one <laughs> cannabis song. No, me neither. Because wasn't it spelled like cannabis? Yeah, yeah. It was like a, a double entendre. <laughs> like a flow rider? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, God, but Eminem is such a dumb name, too. Yeah. Well, it's Marshall Mathers, right? I get it. But <laughs> the fact that he spelled out Eminem. <laughs> and we still all type that name. Like, seriously. Yeah. When we're referring to a person. Yeah. I mean, I hey. feel like we should just start calling him Marshall. He made it his own, right? He'll go by that once he starts trying to get that Oscar. Did he get a nomination for fucking uh, 8 Mile? He's not going to EGOT, is he? Never. Oh, man. He'd have to do something on stage. Has he done, like, a anything, like, TV-worthy or... Uh... Um... I don't know. Anyway, fuck Hollywood. I can't wait till they just fucking go away completely. It's getting to the point where they're just like running out of, I mean, that's an old thing to say, but they're literally running out of ideas. Did you see that new uh, hyped up fight that they're trying to promote of uh, Elon Musk versus Mark Zuckerberg? Are they like in, like, so would you consider them just being like Hollywood actors? I guess that's like a company. Are they like bigger than Hollywood actors because more people know, know them or their products? I don't know. It's like, why are these worlds colliding? Uh, Because they own the two biggest social media platforms other than Twitter. Is that what it is? um, uh, TikTok. Yeah. Probably. And it's like, you know, it's like the ultimate celebrity boxing. (laughs) People will pay for that, though. I know. To watch it, it's wild. I know. Are they gonna make it paid? Make it like a pay paid to watch? This yeah, like a pay per view. PPV. Yeah, they said that they would do it like a pay per view type, and then like donate all the money to charity or whatever the fuck. And then whoever loses has to kill themselves. Mm, 
that would I honestly I would pay for the fight if that was a stipulation. <laughs> How awesome would that be? But it has to happen like right after the fight. Like as like soon as the bell rings. It. Like we have to it has to be live on air, like as soon as it happens. They should just duel. No oh, man. They can't they're not strong enough to hold those old timey guns in their hands. <laughs> well, they're gonna just let like throw their bones at each other? They're gonna throw their bones at each other. They have both uh, apparently been training UFC with some uh like mixed martial arts with some like uh, ex uh, UFC fighters. So what is the type of um, like fighting they're going to be doing? Is it just boxing? I think MMA. MMA. Yeah, like a. Is that MMA? Is like anything goes, right? No, not really. Um, you just like start pulling hair and biting. No, you know what? I never. No one can ever give me like a real real answer to this, but all the people that are like super into like this MMA shit, there was like. Yo, you like trying to convince me to get into it, and I can't get into it, right? Yeah. Like I, I watch a little bit, like on the outskirts, but not like too much. Um, but they're always like, like watch this match, watch this match, it's so good. And I watch the match, and the two dudes just like hug each other for like, 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 10 tw- minutes, like twenty minutes. And then yeah. One of them kind of like yeah does something, and, and they're like, like do you, oh, you won. Do you understand how great that was? And I'm like, well, you know. I grew up when I was a kid. I used to watch a lot of that WWE, WWF wrestling. Hell yeah. Right. And when you watch that stuff, it is kind of catered to like impressing the audience. Right. So yeah. they, they do these things where like they're dramatically like overstated in order to make it seem like it hurts more. Right. But some of the things is like that would probably hurt more than just hugging the dude. Right. So like this one time, this guy had this dude in like a specific hold and I was like we were watching this video me and one of my friends and uh I was like why doesn't he realize it was gay porn no that that came at the end and and then we all came at the end (laughs) no uh but I was like why doesn't he do like this one specific like wrestling move and the guy was like that that would be illegal and I'm like why he's like because I'd probably kill him (laughs) and I'm like isn't that the point of the fight like you go in there to just be like like, with boxing, like, you can't kick them, right? Yeah. And with, like, other sports, you like, you can't do certain things. With UFC is the same thing. But, like, you can't fucking get a guy in a, in, a, in a headlock and, you know, put him to sleep like Roddy Piper used to do. You know what I mean? Like, that's illegal? I don't know. I guess so. Because it's, like, theatrical. Why can't wrestling. you bite them? I guess because of the, like, uh like risk of infectious disease mm. although you have to go get a fucking like uh, AIDS test if you want to do any kind of like boxing event yeah 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 it depends on like the commission or whatever yeah you think they would uh, Musk and Zuckerberg would fight in America or you think they'd do like a Mortal Kombat Island type oh shit Maybe they fight on Epstein's Island. Oh, winner takes the island. <laughs> Loser gets sacrificed to the demon god on the island. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, it's so stupid. And they keep showing like clips of uh, Mark Zuckerberg and like the like wrestling headgear and like yeah. rolling around in the octagon he built in his backyard. He's he's actually in pretty nice shape, man. He's actually in pretty decent shape. He looks like like uh. The palest person I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of, like, when I um, watch reruns of, like, the Special Olympics. <laughs> Why do you watch events? reruns of the Special Olympics? Because I love the Special Olympics. <laughs> which, which year was your favorite? <laughs> 97. 
Oh, that's when Tomko the Drool took down. He was the best runner that year, right? Yeah. Tomko the Drool? No. I remember that guy. Tomko? Mm-hmm. No, that wasn't his name. Tomko the Drool Robertson. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. What? How about this? What if they did Elon Musk versus Mark Zuckerberg first MMA fight in space? Ooh, they should do that. Would you watch that? I would probably check that out. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. No, <laughs> I don't want to support that. No. Yeah, yeah. It's like there's so much going on on Earth that you could be, like, helping out with. You're like, oh, instead we're, we're just going to, like, do a fight and give the money to charity? Yeah. Why not just give the fucking money to charity? Yeah, yeah. Well, because people want something to to give the money for oh like like a prize well like when the wwf sends you like a tote bag with a picture of a snow leopard on it (laughs) um what about all right how about this what about melly mel versus eminem in an mma fight Melly Mel would fuck Eminem up. Did you see that fucking picture of him? No, he was so jacked. I'm like, why do you look like that at 63 years old? He's like 63 years old. There's no way he should look like that. He's probably roided out, though. Uh, he can be. Legs? No, we didn't see his legs. But he can be, though. Like, no, what's the, who, can, who can take steroids? I'm roided out right now. Oh, man. Who, well, I'm on my third day of prednisone. Who, who's allowed to take steroids? Right? If... if Okay, so let's say, if like... a doctor gives them to you. But let's say, like... All right, so athletes are automatically not allowed to take them because it affects the sport or whatever. But, like... But, like, are they allowed to take, like, a... Um like a... Like a, like a steroid for, like... Like prednisone, for example. That's, like, a... I think that's doctor prescribed. I think they get in trouble for, like, the black market shit. But some of them that are doctor prescribed could also be considered performance enhancement. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, like, which or which, though. I know there's one, like, obviously the HGH. But, like, if you're, like, not, like, a baseball player or, like, a, a football player or whatever, you're just some guy, right? Yeah. And they catch you with anabolic steroids, but you're not trying to sell them. You're like, these are mine. But you don't have a doctor's prescription. Do you get in trouble for that? I think so. Really? Well, um, if you're not trying to sell them, if you're I not mean, trying to still, sell, them. it would still be like being in a possession of uh, like an illegal substance. Mm. I guess I don't know how illegal are they. I don't. know. Yeah, what's is they scheduled? Uh, what, also, for what kind of steroids are they taking? Are they taking like horse steroids or something? Or like, what is it that it's actually doing? I don't know. What do you think, Melly Mel's taking? Yeah. Hip hop steroids. Uh, I just hear the word steroids and I'm like, that looks that looks like what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> he shouldn't be that big at 63 years old. Yeah. So uh, I think he would fuck Eminem up unless it was a rap battle. Yeah. And yeah. then hopefully we all lose. We all, we all got to play to our strengths, right? <laughs> 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 it's so funny that even like Melly Mel fans and Eminem haters were like, he, he lost that. Yeah. <laughs> Eminem got fans out of that dis, dis rec- record. Yeah. He didn't even, did he come up with one to come back? No. Right. I don't even think he responded. Oh God. Wait, who was going back and forth with Drake a couple years ago? Oh, that was uh, Meek Mill. Never mind. Oh, yeah. That didn't end well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh man. Yeah. So I I feel like um they should just do a duel. Because we also just heard that freaking Zuckerberg bought half of uh, an island in, in Maui, too. Was it I mean, half, not half the island, but like a good amount of the land in Maui? In or Hawaii. Some, or I don't somewhere know. in Hawaii. Yeah, I don't know if it was Maui. But like all these billionaires are buying up all the like the farmland and trying to like grow like I guess produce there to, to give it to the local econ- economy. Is that what they're doing? That's what it sounds like, but it's like, dude, what do you think they were fucking doing there before? Yeah. It was just their land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, who is it worse when, like, a billionaire buys up all the land, or is it worse when a different country buys up all the land? What if the different country has, uh, like, better uh, ideas behind what to do with the land than the billionaires do? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, because it's like we're now just taking a look at the way every body operates is affecting everything else that nobody fucking looked at before, which is boggling to me. Yeah. Like, after we watched that, that episode, that episode, that um, that documentary about, like, the foodborne illnesses, uh, it, yeah. like, re-triggered me because there was reasons before that I had already, like, known some of this stuff. Yeah, what was it called? Poisoned or something like that? Yeah, poisoned. Yeah. And it was like, they're basically just talking about um, how the United States doesn't have like a very like fail-safe way to get uh, produce and poultry mostly and some beef. Well, it was, it was mostly like, it was a story about a bunch of different stories of out- foodborne outbreaks. Yeah, mostly... Go mostly uh, around the one salmonella, like one variant of salmonella that's E. coli and one variant of E. coli. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not like it's all variants of E. coli that right. cause that issue. It's just this one specific one. And apparently, like we learned from this, that like they're allowed to have specific variants of E. coli on your food. Yeah, like there's a there's an okay amount to be on there. Yeah, as long as it's not this one brand of E. coli, then you're good. <laughs> it's so fucking crazy. And they put all the ownership on the mother for like the or the woman of the house. To cook the things properly mm-hmm. so that the family doesn't get sick. Yeah, yeah. Well, is, that was like a law that they said was passed in like the 1980s. Was it, it the 1980s? Was it a law or was it just like one of those suggestion things? Or there's something that they put on the box that says like cooking this below a certain amount of degrees could result in f- foodborne illnesses or well, something like that. What was the first thing? Was it beef? It was, it was E. coli and beef. And that ground was the beef. first thing with a jack-in-the-box in, like, the 80s. Right. And then they try to say that, like, because the women, uh, whatever women didn't know, like, how to cook a burger, basically, like, it was their fault. Was it the burger or the chicken? It was, it was the burgers and jack-in-the-box. Yeah. That was the initial thing. That was where they... F- first found E. coli, and they realized that it was because of the way they were butchered, and the mm. way that they produce ground beef is, like, it could be from, like, 500 different cows. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're just not careful enough to make sure they're not nicking, like, the guts mm-hmm. and getting, like, the stool material mixed into the meats and all that kind of shit. Right. So, basically, I was it before that or after that that they were saying, I can't remember, but anyway... They came up with, if you cook it to 155 degrees, it kills the E. coli. Right. But the law up until that point was it had to be at least 145? It was, yeah, I think so. It was and like then, 12 degrees lower or something. Yeah. And then, like, the the corporation behind the 
I think it was the was it the Meat Corporation or was it Jack and the One of them was like pushing back on the government like oversight committee, and they were like, it was the person from Jack in the Box because they were like, well, when we cook it that long, it, it becomes makes like burger rubbery. Yeah, so we're yeah. not gonna do that. <laughs> so they basically the meat company put the ownership on the the people that were making products out of the the meat. Yeah. To make sure that they were cooking it well enough. Right. That it wouldn't. You know what I mean? But then they found that, like, memo that said, like, the state had told them, like, months before. Yeah. That the the law had changed or whatever, and they just chose to ignore it. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, in, in one hand, it's kind of crazy because shouldn't it be the ownership of the people that are producing the meat in the, in the first place? Well, I think that was, like, one of the major things that this documentary pointed out was that there's uh, lots of different areas where if, you know— one of the pieces of this production line wanted to step up and take ownership over the thing, it wouldn't be a problem anymore. You know what I mean? So, like, it could could have been, like, the people, like, with the spinach stuff and the lettuce stuff, right? And how they were saying, like, it's because of the way, like, the, the way the farms are planned and, like, when they clean out the cow, like, stalls, like, all the runoff goes into the, uh... The fields and they use it for fertilization. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, but... Like, there's scientific evidence that tells you not to do that for specific reasons. You know what I mean? And right, one, one right. of those is because it will spread illnesses like this. So, uh, in that particular situation, like, you can put the onus on the person who plans the farm, uh, the, the farmer, uh, the person who's taking care of the cows, the person who's taking care of the spinach, the person who's coming to pick the spinach, the person who's transporting the spinach to the warehouse where it gets, you know, whatever. And then from there, you could put the onus on the warehouse people. You know what I mean? All the way down the line. To but, the grocer. But, yeah. But what we found out is that for the most part, over the course of our, like, short history as a country, uh, most of these companies have been going with the idea that the onus should be on the consumer, the end person, the one all the way down to the end of the line. Yeah, after this fucking bag of lettuce has gone through 75 different hands, it's supposed to be up to the person who buys it to make sure that there's no E. coli. That's completely invisible, and what can you do to spinach to get Because, like, the meat thing... Part of me is like, no, I still don't want meat that might have E. coli or salmonella in it. Right. But they say, okay, once you you cook it to this certain degree, then it's not in the meat anymore. Mm -hmm. But there's nothing you can do to spinach or like, like leafy greens yeah yeah what gets rid of e coli from that well yeah so and how does it spread and how does it stay on the, like does it does it live on the spinach like can it survive for a long time does it right. multiply yeah well that one that one expert scientist guy that they had on there had a list of like three things that he would not ever buy at a supermarket uh, he said number one was cantaloupe. Yeah. Because, like, the outside is too, like, rough. So, like, you can't, like, properly clean it. And by the time you cut into it, it's too late. Like, all that stuff is already in the cantaloupe now. Uh, the second thing... What was the second thing? I think it was ground beef. Ground beef and the, burgers or something. Yeah, and the third thing was leafy greens. Leafy greens that come in, like, um, a bag. Like a like spring, mix. spring mix bag yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think he said that. He's um, like, don't, don't ever, don't ever do that shit. Just buy the head of lettuce and cut it up yourself. And cut it up yeah. yourself. <laughs> Which it's crazy because they put that shit out and it's so cheap and like even the organic stuff. Yeah. Can be like it's like you think you're getting org- organic, so it's not gonna have 
that risk to it. Yeah, and, and all it means same, is that they, did, they didn't, they didn't use, use like pesticides. specific pesticides. Specific pesticides. Like I, I feel like I was already fucked up about food a long time ago. Yeah. Like I feel like I was really like um like I, I had watched stuff about Monsanto and how they were like um basically putting patents on the seeds that had like Roundup ready corn and everything so there was like literally no way you could get away from this roundup stuff yeah and i was trying to go like all like you know organic or whatever for a while but then Mm -hmm. i realized it's like impossible yeah um and and it's expensive too and then at the end of the day like all of our vegetables are gmo even if they're organic at this point because we have genetically modified pretty much everything that we eat as a species to either make it grow bigger or to grow produce more crops and all that shit. So like, I don't know. It's just it freaks me out. So I was already freaked out, and now I'm like added this on top of it. I'm like I don't even know what to eat anymore. Because I was reading that like if you're worried about like non organic uh, like vegetables and fruits and shit like that, like mm. aside from like the foodborne illnesses. The highest amount of pesticides is blueberries, mm. strawberries, and um, maybe apple. Mm-hmm. But they were saying that, like, they did tests on, like, uh, brands that were, like, not organic. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, ten times the, the amount of pesticides that you would see in, like... Like, basically, I think they... I don't know how they did it, but it was, like, what, whatever they tested, it was, like, ten times the normal amount of pesticides that used to be in the product. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, I like... And you think of how, like, porous and watery these fruits are. Like, they just... Gro- it just grows into the fruit, so it's all... You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's yeah. It's not like it's just on the outside of the apples and you can wash it off. Like, it's growing into the plant. Right, yeah. yeah it's so, that's fucked. It's like, what do you even eat? And I like, for a time, I'm like, oh, I could like go, uh, like maybe like vegetarian or something and just eat like leafy greens. Mm-hmm. And then E. coli came out a couple years ago yeah, and I yeah. was like, fuck it. I guess I'm not eating spinach anymore. Yeah. And, uh, what the fuck? It's like, there's nothing left to eat. Yeah. I was a vegetarian for like a good like year or two. And, uh, the thing that like made me quit was, uh. One, it was, like, super expensive. And two, it was uh, the different, like, groups that you get, like, involved in oh, when God, you yeah. when you change your lifestyle that radically. Uh, I remember I signed up for this, like, uh, it was kind of like PETA, but it wasn't. It was, like, a different organization. And they kept sending me, like, uh, emails, but it wasn't getting filtered to my spam. It was just coming to my, like, regular inbox. Oh, God. Yeah. So, uh, but, like, it was just, like, so many. And, like, it wasn't until, like, halfway, like, through the year that I realized that, like, they had, like, a weird, uh, what's that called? When you take, like, the the letters, like, CBS. Like a, what, like the alphabet companies? Yeah, like an acronym or whatever. Oh. Is that what it's called? No, it's not an acronym. Uh, I mean, initials? Yeah, but, like, you would call, like, National Broadcasting Company, NBC, right? Yeah. What would you call NBC for the National Broadcasting Company? What would you call that? Like, a shortened name or whatever? Yeah. 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 Well, anyway, this company, this group that I had, like, signed up to throw all my uh, shit in with was called uh, Compassion Over Killing. C-O-K? 
Yeah. So like on a monthly basis, like, my up, entire fucking inbox was just filled with cock emails. It was ridiculous. Oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Damn. They were like, save the turtles. Get on, get on this cock. <laughs> but like nobody tested that out. You couldn't change the name to something else. They didn't even. I would. I thought Coke actually, but compassion um, over murdering. Listen, it was like communist or cum. Com- <laughs> you can't do com dot com. <laughs> Wait, does anybody own com dot com? I don't know. We should see if we could get com dot com. Yeah. Um, that's hilarious. Yeah, anytime you like change your lifestyle like that, it becomes a cult. Yeah. Like veganism, yoga. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it was funny, like, watching that thing where they said that, that ultimately the onus lied on the, the, the consumer. And then, like, from there, they were like, well, obviously it's these women. You got to blame the women, right? You got to blame the women. It's, it's the women's fault. fault. At they the end know, of the day. Nobody taught them how to cook a fucking chicken, right? They should know what temperature. <laughs> to, and, like, who's got a fucking thermometer that they're, like, pointing inside of their oven at, like, a piece of chicken? I think you're supposed to do that. Well, that's only if you're, you're using the proper ingredient. We just read a story about a lady in Australia. Oh, shit. Who, uh... Doesn't have any charges brought against her yet. Not yet, no. But she fucking called a lawyer. Yeah, I hope so. She um, no, she did. I think she called a lawyer right away. Did she? Yeah. Okay. Or, well, she she spoke to the media, and she shouldn't dumb. have done that. Yeah. Yeah, because they literally said on like the news clipping, "You want to tell the story?" Yeah. So this lady, uh, I guess uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, decided to cook a dinner or a lunch for her uh, former in-laws. And she decided to cook a, a, they called it a beef wellington pie, which I've never heard of before. But I've it, had beef wellington egg rolls that were like in like kind of like a pie-like crust. Mm. So I would imagine it was just like a big version, like a pot pie. Yeah, yeah. But with beef, uh, beef wellington inside. Well, anyway, so this meal uh, supposedly had uh, mushrooms inside of it or called to use some type of mushrooms. Uh, and the mushrooms that this lady decided to use turned out to be, what were they? Death mushrooms? Death cat mushrooms. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> so she served the food to herself and then what? Four people that came to her house. Yeah, it was her in-laws and then her... Her ex-in-laws. Her ex-in-laws and her ex-mother-in-law's sister and her husband. Right. Yeah. And I and guess three of, three of them died. Three of them died. And then the one is in critical condition. And one of them is in critical condition. Yeah. So yeah. we don't know why she didn't get sick from it. But she's saying that she got the the mushrooms from like a local grocer. She said she got it from a local grocer, and then she said something about like an Asian like, uh, like a, an supermarket Asian market or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, like, I don't know, man. I don't know. At first, it's kind of shady that she didn't get sick, but she said that she did go to the hospital for like stomach pains or whatever. She said she had yeah dehydration and diarrhea, and she so, went. To, but there should be a record of that, right? I mean, there probably would be. I don't know. They probably like she's got lawyered up, so that was smart mm. of her. But I think like they're gonna probably have trouble investigating this now that she's got a lawyer. Yeah, I mean. There, so the last thing that the last update they provided about it, uh, they're doing like a toxicology report on the bodies and they're waiting to get the results. Apparently it takes a couple weeks to uh, see yeah. what exactly got them. So Yeah, because the E. coli that we learned in like that other documentary, because they'd shown like two or three people that were either like 
killed from E. coli poisoning in that documentary or like had long term like issues from it. Mm-hmm. And that shit doesn't really start like popping off in your system until like two or three weeks later. Yeah. Well, I guess it doesn't matter like if it was an illness because it was definitely they're saying at least related to the fact that she used these death mushrooms in the dish. Well, that's what I'm saying. Did they find them in there? Like, did they actually find them or are they just saying it's I think I think she said that she took the leftovers to the police station. And when they analyzed it, it came back as the death mushrooms or whatever. Hmm. So I don't know. Because I think that she said that her kids ate it later and then, but they picked the mushrooms out so they didn't get sick. But yeah. you would think that they were cooked into the food. So whatever's in the mushrooms, right. wouldn't that like. Usually it's some like alkaline or something like that that like fucks with like your renal system or whatever. So yeah, you would think it would like leach into the. Yeah. Into the beef Wellington part of it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But, like, so her kids didn't get sick and she didn't get sick. But the other... And apparently her ex-husband was supposed to be coming to this dinner or lunch or whatever it was and didn't, like, like, dropped out at the last minute. Yeah, he dropped out at the last minute. But nobody... There's no, like, uh, he hasn't given a statement yet, I guess. Yeah. It's fucking crazy, man. I mean... Does this seem like a situation where you blame the... She, okay, so let's say she has a receipt for the, the Johns that she bought, right? Yeah. And they can look and see the packaging or whatever. Do they blame the market? Like, are these people going around, like, just harvesting random mushrooms and then selling them in their market? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, more than her would have had gotten sick, right? Like, from everybody in the town... Like, yeah, if she it was, been the one that bought all of the mushrooms? Mm, I don't know how many mushrooms My theory you need for a beef wellington pie. If she did it on purpose, maybe she made, like, a separate pie or something for them. Mm. And used the other mushrooms that maybe she foraged. Because they said something about, like, a food dehydrator or something that she got. Yeah, she said that she used a, a food dehydrator and that she threw it away or something like that. Huh. So they had to go to, like, the local... Uh, what do they call it? They didn't call it a dump. Oh, yeah. They like the um, threshold like or something. Or some shit like that. <laughs> Whatever New Zealand was it? No, Australia. Australia, yeah. She seemed like she was really upset about it, but again, I don't know. She could have done that shit on purpose. Yeah, I mean, it's really weird. We're going to have to see, like, when those tox results come back, like, what happens. When's the tox screen come back? Yeah. But she was smart to have lawyered up. We watched an, uh, this fucking documentary that I thought was going to be way cooler because it was, like, this girl that had, like, poltergeist experiences as a kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I was thinking, oh, cool, like, you know, at the end of it, not the end of it, but in the middle, she murders her daughter. Or her daughter dies, and they accuse her of, her of murder. Yeah. Um, it was called Demons and Saviors. It was called Demons and Saviors, yeah. Uh, but, like, I was, like, thinking that the whole, like, poltergeist shit was going to, like, continue through the movie. Yeah, yeah. through the documentary series. Yeah. And once she got to jail, like, it kind of... It fizzled out? It kind of fizzled out, Well, it yeah. fizzled out when the, the daughter died. Oh, true, it so did. So maybe there was, like, a thing that was, like... Some kind of connection? Yeah, yeah. So this lady, she was left at, like, a hospital when she was 10 months old. hmm And she was adopted by, like, some older people. hmm And she had, like, all these, like, weird supernatural experiences as a kid that they documented, and she was, like, 
she had trials on and shit like that, right? Like yeah, she was telling people that like they were like she could do like fucking spoon bending and all this other shit. Or what was it? Was it like a un un unsolved mysteries or something? It like was that? on unsolved mysteries, and then she had like like a couple years or a couple months where she went and stayed with some scientist. That was trying to like figure that was it trying out. Trying to figure yeah. out like they they thought she had an extra like electrical like charge inside of her that maybe was like uh, triggered by like traumatic or like events that made her extremely like emotional in one way or another. Yeah, yeah. So, but then they go back to find out that her mother and her grandmother was the one that left her in the hospital was like a practicing witch. Yeah. Or Wiccan or whatever. Yeah, or they were raised that way. They were raised that way because we find out later that she also has a sister. Yeah. Who um, has seen this stuff and experienced it from their mother. Yeah. And grandmother. So anyway, um, fast forward, the lady has a kid. She's living with her boyfriend. And she goes to work one day with uh, one of the people that she had, like, done... uh, that scientific experiment with Mm -hmm. and they're writing a book about her experiences and um she goes to work with her and leaves her three-year-old daughter with her boyfriend and when she comes home the the kid's dead basically yeah yeah yeah. or not responsive they take it to the hospital and basically they're like she doesn't have any brain activity right so um the cops ask her if they can take her to the station and ask her a couple of questions yeah and she's been in jail for the last 36 years. Yeah. So I'm like, bitch, if she would have fucking lawyered up right away and yeah. said, no, I'm not answering any questions right now, she might not be in jail. Yeah. Well, she, so they got, they got her into the, into the jail, right? Into the police station. Yeah. They started asking her questions. They were, it looks like they were going to let her go. And then the boyfriend switches on her. Right, yeah, and then he's like, that, "Oh, yeah, it might have he been her it. that yeah. did it." Blah blah. So then they arrest her on suspicion, and then she takes one of these, uh, what do they call it, like a Murphy plea or some shit like that. Yeah, it's some kind of. They were seeking the death penalty because of like how horrific they were saying the kids' injuries were. Yeah, and um, whatever their summation of the crime that occurred was was so heinous that it would have been a death penalty case right so they basically got this like death penalty specialist in there to get her to plead towards that murphy's law or whatever the fuck yeah yeah (laughs) um but which basically says like i'm not admitting guilt but i'm taking this plea so i don't have to get the death penalty yeah you're basically saying that like i admit that i did not do this but the evidence against me overwhelmingly says that I did or some shit like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but the whole thing is, like, they didn't fucking, again, investigate it very well because the doctor said, like, the thing that killed this... They, they said, like, she had two falls in a couple of days, like, leading up to it and some bumps and bruises on her. Mm-hmm. But, like, whatever injury that actually killed this little girl happened in the time that the mother was gone. Yeah. And it has been pretty obvious in all, like, the evidence statements, and that was not looked at. Yeah, so the prosecutor basically, like, went on this, like, investigative discovery where they, like, tried to find every piece of bad information about the mom that they could in order to keep her, like, put away. So they found out that she was, like, getting paid to do, like, this porno series with this guy. Like, how the fuck did they find that? I have no (laughs) idea. Did he come out to them? 
Mm, I don't think so. I don't know either. No, they were just like, we found these tapes, and she was like in a porno with these guys. Yeah, so obviously she killed her kid. Yeah, yeah. And then they had like a bunch of recordings of different people saying like, oh yeah, I saw her hit the kid or whatever. But they never corroborated that these people actually knew who she was. Exactly. So basically, (laughs) she didn't lawyer up, and she talked to the fuck cops. And gets put in jail for life plus 20 years. Well, yeah, because she, she takes that plea and then the judge, like, uh, sentenced her immediately. And then ever since then, um, she's been, like, entering pleas with uh, different, like, boards to try to see if she can get out. Um, but I guess part of the process of doing that is you have to admit guilt before oh, you're allowed parole. You, parole, to yeah. get parole. Yeah. So she's like, I'm not going to admit to doing this in order to get parole and they're like but that's the only way to do it and she's like well i didn't kill my kids so yeah i don't know what to do (laughs) yeah it's pretty fucked up but i was like how did they like mix these like they made it seem like it was going to be some sort of like fucking paranormal story yeah and then the only thing paranormal that they said happened was uh her kid was playing in like a playpen or something while she was in a different room and then she says she heard, like, a scream, and she came back to the room, and there was, like, a fire oh, in the room. Oh, yeah, and that's when she said she grabbed the kid and then went to her friend's house. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe the kid made, like, a fucking dresser fall on her head or something. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, think about it. If she had, like, fucking powers and she could, like, float, maybe she tried to, like, Matilda her way down the stairs and then, like, forgot how to do it halfway through, and then she just fell. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, or like the they. It's pretty obvious, I think, that the the boyfriend did something, right? He was he was always around when the kid got hurt. Like yeah, the two times that she reported that the kid fell, he was like the one that was supposed to be watching her. So it's a little weird, but he ended up doing twenty years for like child endangerment, and now he's just out like in the world. It wasn't even. It was called like vicious something or other it was a cruelty yeah and then the guy was like how come you convicted the mother of that but you didn't convict him of murder and the people of the jury like looked at the dude and they were like well it's simple it wasn't his kid so it doesn't count as murder it's like what the fuck does that mean <laughs> i don't yeah it, that's pretty crazy i it's like i feel like and it was the da's first case because yeah. they kind of got him on that because they were they had like these new like people in some what like they're like graduate students that are like just taking the old cases that basically like they're fucking like true crime podcast fans yeah and they're basically going around and looking at different they're like, we're gonna we're gonna help her get out of jail yeah and they have t-shirts <laughs> that say like team christine so but i think like a couple of them were like a little bit jarred by some of the evidence against her and we're like Rrr. yeah 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 <laughs> but also i don't think that like I, sh- there's no way that she killed her i don't think she killed her either but no. uh yeah i don't know uh, she's still there so maybe the, they'll review her case or something and yeah, another fucking, like, bummer at the end, because no paranormal stuff confirmed. Yeah. It's, like, every time. Well, the one thing that they did confirm was that she faked that lamp falling down. Yeah, that's true. They had, that's they, true. They pretended to put their cameras down after, like, nothing was happening, and then she was, like, sitting in front of the cameras while they were rolling, but she didn't know they were rolling, and then she made the lamp that was, like, behind her, like, fly over her shoulder. People were like, come on, we see your finger right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, I mean. Yeah. 
But then again, then that's what the cops want you to believe. So it's it's so convoluted. So yeah. it's def- it definitely wasn't tried properly, and I think that's where the the issue is. So like, good for them for going back to this stuff. Yeah. But it's like these still pe- these people still think that our system works, and it's like it really doesn't. Like, it takes like a fucking twelve man group of people working eight to twelve hours a day for years to get one person out. Yeah. Like who's got the fucking time for that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's uh, ridiculous. Yeah, I thought it was pretty fucked up, but um another time that they're like, well the mo- it was the kid's mother, so she yeah. has to be charged. The mother wasn't there for the entire time that this kid had the injuries happen to them. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So kind of fucked it's got to be hard to find love when you're a, a telepathic psychic, right? I know, it is. <laughs> We've been watching a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, what would you call them? Like reality docuseries of people trying to find love? Fucking, so it started with like love after lockup. That's where it all started, yeah. Or love during lockup. Because yeah. it was like so, actually no, it started with jailbirds. Which isn't made anymore, but it was mm. like that, that, you know, these people in jail, like having these weird relationships and they did a fucking reality series about it. Yeah. And then, then they did one about like prison pen pals, but whatever. Anyway, the best we found so far, love on the spectrum. I know you guys probably have all seen it, uh, but I think that show really made me realize how much I love you for putting up with my <laughs> autism. <laughs> <laughs> well, so before we went back, because we had watched all of uh, Love on the Spectrum multiple times. It's one of our favorite uh, yeah. show, a couple so shows. Many. It's so quotable. Um, but we, we watched that Match Me Abroad. Oh, yeah. yeah which yeah. was like, uh, I guess the concept was like these people pay for like a matchmaker in like a country of their choice. Uh, and then they go on like a holiday that's like a week or two. Um, and they just go on dates in this country and they try to find like love in this country. Um, and it did not end well for most of the people on the show. Yeah, right? no. Out of the, what, five people that they showed, two of them have a relationship? Stanika and... Stanika uh, and Salahuddin. Yeah, that guy. Nordin. She got them in Morocco. Morocco. So the people went to Morocco, uh, Prague. And Colombia. And Colombia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Colombia guy, he was like this hick that went to Colombia trying to find like a hot Latina and uh, that didn't work out. For that didn't him. work he out. He got real mad about it. Yeah, he got real mad. <laughs> he liked to cut grass. That's all he liked to do. Yeah, the girl was like, what do you like to do for fun? He's like, I just like to cut grass. I like to mow my lawn and mow my mother's lawn and, uh, you know. Then go back and mow my lawn. <laughs> and then by the time I'm done that, I could mow my lo- mother's lawn. Um, the other one that was in Columbia was that uh, rich New York City so- socialite. Oh, yeah. Like the blonde the, lady. Oh, she's yeah, like in yeah, her yeah. 50s. Oh, God. She was the worst. Yeah, she took her dog with her everywhere. Yeah, she had like this dog that she was just like giving the worst anxiety to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the Prague ones, right? It was... Uh, they had this one guy named, what was it, Harold? Harold, Suspenders Harold. Yeah, suspenders, suspenders Harold, who was also autistic. Yeah. And He had um, a bunch of inventions that he was uh, keeping secret from everybody. Yeah, because he wanted to make sure. He, he actually went and got a fucking, um, what do they call it before you get married? A prenup? He got a prenup before he went to Berlin. Or Prague. Prague. 
because he was like, I have millions of dollars worth of, uh, what is it called? Intellectual. Uh, intellectual property. Intellectual property. <laughs> yeah. Can you claim that? I got billions. I don't think it's, it, you can say, you probably have to say like not verified, like under your breath. Like I have billions of intellectual property, not verified. You know what I mean? Do you have to say not verified? If you're not trying to get sued. Who's going to see you? I guess if you're, like, trying to get involved with somebody and you get under, like, with false pretenses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, that they all kind of, like, fucked. Like, you know, nothing happened. Nothing happened for No, anyone. nobody fucked. I mean, they fucked. Each person that went over there fucked it. That princess chick got that prog guy, right? Yeah, she kind of got somebody, but, like... I mean, come on. Yeah. You think that's going to last long distance? No, nah, they, they, they kind of left it as they were going to talk to each other. Yeah, that guy's not going to fucking come to America. <laughs> the problem is these people are going to other countries to find partners. And then they They're come back to They're picking the worst America. countries to go to. <laughs> what, the, one dude, the one dude, white guy, went to Morocco to try to pick a chick in Morocco. And then he was, like, upset at all the, like, uh, traditions and customs yeah, that they have there. he wasn't allowed to, like, hold hands with anybody. He's like, what do you mean I can't date anybody else? <laughs> fucking but yeah so we went through all that that was a fun uh little watch um but then we went back and watched all of love on the spectrum because i knew this other one was coming out and yeah, what you surprised me with purposefully didn't tell aaron about it because i wanted to surprise her with it but we went back watched all love on the spectrum had a great time with that i think we got three episodes left on the uh on the American version? On the American one, yeah. There's so many quotable, like, things that happen on that show. It's so good. Like, the one guy, like, recommends that, like, they, they talk about what books they've, like, read, like, recently. What did the one guy say? They try to do small talk. Like, they, they're, like, they have notes for themselves about small talk. And yeah. the guy's like, read any good books lately? And the one guy's like, yeah, I did. It's, uh... 75 places to take your kids. <laughs> I know I don't have kids yet, but you know, it's never too long to get too early to get ideas. <laughs> he wanted to be prepared. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But so that was a love on the spectrum, which mostly focused on people with autism. Trying to find which, love. Yeah. Yeah. With trying to find love, which I felt like it seemed pretty difficult for them. Yeah. Because of like the autistic stuff. Like one guy loved dinosaurs so much, like pretty much annoyed everybody with the dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. He couldn't find anybody. Um, and then a lot of the girls on that show were like fucking kind of snobby. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Like they know what they want. They know what they want. Um, <laughs> uh, but so then you showed me this new show, which holy shit. Yeah. Oh my God. Like it, it, it was brilliant until the last episode we watched last night. And then I was like, Oh <laughs> yeah, it got uncomfortable. It, it might've went a little too far with that one. <laughs> so, um, the show we're talking about, of course, is uh, a new Netflix show. It's called Down for Love. Down for Love. And it's a, it's a show that comes to us from the uh, green shores of New Zealand. And uh, it focuses on uh, different individuals uh, with Down syndrome that are trying to find love in today's uh, fast-paced world. And man, do they find it. Really quickly. Fucking immediately. <laughs> immediately. First time, almost every episode, these people would set these two, like, people with Down syndrome. I, I feel like they kind of, like, maybe measured them all on, like, an intelligence scale. Mm, yeah. And just matched them with, like, the closest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. But, like, out of all the dates that we saw these people go on, like, the first ones, they were like, I love this person. 
I want to spend eternity with them. I love you. And then they would interview the other person and they would say, how do you feel about this person? And they'd say the same thing. I love them. I love them. They're perfect. I I want to be with them forever. I want to be with them forever. I mean, they were fucking down for love. (laughs) The one chick, speaking of uh, knowing what they want, these examples of, of the people on this show... They know what they fucking want, right? Oh, yeah. They're like being asked, like, what are you looking for in a partner? And they're like, sex. Like, just all the sex. I want to make out. <laughs> the one chick had it all planned out. She was like, um, I want to have a boy in my hot tub. And I want to eat sausage rolls. And cuddle while we eat sausage rolls in I'm the like, hot tub. that sounds like the best fucking time ever. And then she went on a date with this guy. And I think on the first date, she took him home. Put him in the hot tub and gave and him sausage rolls. And they got sausage rolls. <laughs> and their parents literally like saw, sat in the other room and talked about like what type of birth control to get for them. Bro, okay. So that was like maybe a little too far for us at the time. Yeah. And then yesterday's episode comes on. Oh, and we're watching it, right? And then the parents of the girl in the relationship drive the couple, the lovely couple, uh, to this uh, expert, right? You would say like a. She was a sexual relationship expert. She was a sexual relationship expert that did not specify, uh, like specialized in uh, special needs or anything like that. No. I think she was like a regular like lady that does that for like regular people. Or whatever? No, there's no way. Yeah, it didn't say, like, uh, for special those needs Because didn't whatever. know how to do it. Yeah. Because when they were, like, when she said, what do you think sex is to the guy? Yeah. What did he say? He said, like, you know, like, kissing, like, uh, handstand kissing and all that. <laughs> what is handstand kissing? You never, we never try that position? Handstand kissing? Yeah. Do we both have to be doing handstands? Oh, baby. I got I got oh, a, shit. I got a night plan for you. <laughs> <laughs> so they go to the sex therapist and she just shows them a picture. She's like, Does this sound like something here? Like you might want to do something like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the the couple's clearly uncomfortable, but she she proceeds to keep going because this lady's gotta earn her money, right? <laughs> so then the last half of the lesson is all about you know, really driving the point home that consent is a thing that exists. <laughs> and she was making, well, making sure that this, uh, the, the male in the relationship knew. What's his name? Brayden? You hear that, Brayden? You hear that, Brayden? Brayden, you paying attention? You can say no at any time. <laughs> and if she says no, you must stop, Brayden, okay? That's called consent. That's called consent. Get out of that handstand. Stop kissing her. <laughs> kissing in front of the therapist oh yeah (laughs) so awkward oh my god and then because she was like do you like it when i do this when i kiss you and he's like i said i like it when you kiss me slow and he was like they were literally like practicing kissing in front of them yeah in front of the lady and the lady's looking at him like okay what was the one quote what was the one quote she said when she shows him the picture like uh, this is the sex or something like that. This is a, this is a position that you might like to try. Yeah, she said something like now and now they are the sex or something like that. It was something that like didn't make sense. Wait, was this the adult that said that? The adult said that. Yeah, she was like, look, all right, now let's look at this picture. Now they are the the sex. Okay, because I think maybe they thought like making out and just like you know, 
like above the clothing type shit with sex. Why didn't they let them keep thinking that? You know, I don't know. (laughs) I'm not sure. I guess like they have to teach them about consent and then they're like, wait a minute. It feels good when you do that. And it's like, yeah, but like, do you think they would have figured it out? The way that she described it to them too was like, oh, so, so creepy. Did she go into detail? She's like, you ever feel like. A, a delicious feeling down there. Oh, she did say that. <laughs> it was like, or like a hungry feeling. She it was did like, say like a oh. delicious hunger feeling. Yeah. That and was... I'm like, you know, I just it felt inappropriate. I don't know. <laughs> that could have been safer, like off the camera. Yeah. Like because I like, but the weird thing was these people connected so quickly where the autistic people were like not interested. Yeah, yeah. They they had to like ask permission before they shook anybody's hand. Yeah, you yeah. Know, all this shit, and the the Down syndrome people were like, "I want to fuck that." Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go get a paper that says I can't. That don't know what fucking is, but we're gonna do it. We're gonna do hand signs. <laughs> we gotta work on our New Zealand accent. It's like yeah, I know. It's it's yeah, <laughs> and I never like how many fucking people in New Zealand. They're all actors. Too. The Down syndrome people. Yeah, I think that's how they that hear they about the show. Like it becomes like a like a modeling thing. Most of the, t- how funny is it that most of the chicks like even though they may have more severe Down syndrome than a nu- than the next guy. Like the chicks are more like with it than the guys are. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's weird, right? Yeah, I don't know whether that's just like they're more. Um, what's the word like uh, eloquent? Mm. Or able to speak a little bit better. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't think that the men seem to like understand things differently, but they're not as like able, like verbally, uh, like you know, able to talk. How many? Um, what is that word called? Able to talk. When you could talk good. Verbalize. No, but it's like when you say somebody speaks really well, they're very articulate. Oh, uh, there you go. Articulate. Articulate. But, like, honestly, I have to really thank you for putting up with my obsession of, like, dolphins for a while, <laughs> of plants for some time, of anything that sparkles. Well, I was just going to ask you, how many um, insecure guys do you think are going to watch this show with their girlfriends and then be, like, all pissed off that at least two of these guys with Down syndrome are better partners than they are? <laughs> The one guy's like an Olympic like medalist or what? I mean, the one guy took the girl on a fucking like helicopter ride. Yeah, that was the Olympian. He brought her a diamond ring on the first date. Well, he had it for ten years in his pocket. He bought it. He was wearing like fucking Cuban like chain like necklaces because he had like Indian money. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he was an artist. He's an artist and an Olympian. Yeah. What the fuck? Then we had Carlos. Oh my gosh! And this guy Carlos on there. He's a poet. He like almost was like hot. He got a six pack. He, he had a six pack. He takes pictures with roses in his six pack and sends it to her like on a daily basis for like lunch or whatever. He's like, and she gets like hot for them. Yeah, yeah. So he met a Carlos met a chick that didn't have Down syndrome though. She was like, uh, she got like pro- procrasia or something, right? <laughs> it's somewhere they said like her procrasia. Somewhere like her bones, some, like they got. Uh, yeah, she's got some sort of weird bone development disorder. I think. I don't really think that she's, like, delayed. No, because she talks like a fucker, and she kind of looks like a ghost from the Victorian. Yeah, she looks like a Victorian ghost. I quite like Carlos. And he, like, loves her. Yeah, yeah. So he's, like, in the bathtub, like, spreading fucking 
uh, roses all over himself yeah, yeah. and taking pictures. And he's making like his uh, hot. He's making his grandmom's dessert recipe and feeding it to her. Yeah. <laughs> so we have the last episode to watch, but yo, these these down for love people are down. For They're not love. gonna. Okay, so they went into the detail of like trying to tell the one couple what sex is right yeah you think they're gonna like ask them like if any of these couples end up fucking like during the course of the show obviously they can't show it on camera but will they ask them afterwards and will they show like their reaction of like what do you think sex is now brayden you know i what fucking mean? hope not it's gonna really ruin <laughs> the wholesomeness of the show for me you think it's wholesome I thought it was like lovely at first to like see I mean, people like take finding a stance, relationships. Yeah, they take a stance, kind of like Love on the Spectrum, where they don't make fun of the person, right? Yeah, no, it's not like they're making fun of them at all, and I thought that was really nice. But yeah. like, it never got sexual with the Love on the Spectrum people, but the Down syndrome people were like horned up. Well, the Asian chick on the American Love oh, on yeah, the Spectrum. Oh yeah, she was a little horny too, she, but she felt bad about it immediately. She felt bad about it immediately, but she did come on the first date. Not even, she didn't even touch the guy. Well, she said she, she felt it. She said, oh, I feel it. <laughs> I love you. They were just holding hands. He was so confused. He kept going, right now? <laughs> <laughs> he kept calling her, you and your beautiful soul. He said, you got something on your face. He said, what? He said, oh, no, it's just your beautiful essence. <laughs> By the way, there's nothing confirmed wrong with that guy either. They he's never said. Just, yeah, well, he he's anything. on the spectrum. That's the thing. When you say on the spectrum, like Downs is on the spectrum, I think. Mm. No, because that's a that's a genetic thing. Genetic thing. Yeah. Whereas uh, autism, autism is like a, mental. a brain thing. Yeah. So I guess you could technically be autistic and have Down syndrome. Yeah, yeah, because some of them do, but some of them are like Carlos. It seems like. They're the only ones around that aren't like ADHD fucking autistic. Yeah. Because they're like, this is what I want. I'm confident. It's like if you could live your life perfectly with like no bad thoughts or whatever. Yeah. That's how they live their lives. It's fucking crazy. I love it. Well, it, but does part of that have to do with the support system that surrounds them? Because like it feels like, you know, you a, a person with that. Uh, I wouldn't say disability, but a person with that like genetic makeup would probably have more attention brought to them than the average human. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? So maybe like because everybody's so positive around them all the time, that's just like they just hang on to that and go with it. Yeah, but like, but you can't so treat you, a Down syndrome person parents, bad. Yeah, you think the parents of Down syndrome kids are like more like loving? Than parents to regular kids? I think they're more outwardly expressing of it because people with Down syndrome and probably people with autism don't get the unwritten stuff, right? I feel like people, and maybe it, maybe it is a, a nurture thing, but I've, I, I've never met a, a Down person, person with Downs. You never met a person with Downs? I said I never met a Down person with Downs. Oh, she yeah, they're always syndrome. happy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, before you this should. gets a little no, too spicy. No, you know what's uh, so spicy. funny, though? I actually had a patient that whose mom wrote a book called Up Not Down about her son like with Down syndrome. New York Times bestseller. No, I don't think it did. Oh. But I wrote the joke before I heard about her book, so. Oh. <laughs> but no, but seriously, I remember, did I tell you about God's special people? No. 
when I went to like my Christian church in like my word life, my not word of life. This was a Woodland Baptist church. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we had a like a group of like mentally um, differently abled people, uh-huh. um, and we called them God special people. And like so, there was like my mom and I, and I guess maybe my dad. May I think it was just maybe me and my mom, like volunteered to like I don't know wrangle them in the basement during church hours wrangle them times. i don't know it's like you just got to take them out of, out of the not wrangle them but you know just keep them downstairs and occupied while church was happening oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah. and they were awesome yeah. they were hilarious this one guy like he would always ask people questions but they were so random like he would be like what's your ninth favorite movie mm. Did he ever ask you, uh, like, uh, how come we can't participate in church? No. <laughs> I was just happy to not be in the fucking church, uh, the church bay or whatever that's called, the, the theater. The bay? What is it called? The, the, what is inside of a church called? Uh, st- here's the chapel, here's the steeple. The chapel? Look at it, and all the people. Yeah, but what's that room called, like, where, where they do the church in? Uh, I don't know. There's a name for it? Yeah. The like great the, hall or something. The shit? hall, like the church. I don't know. It's got to have an actual name, like the, the chapel. Yeah. No, a chapel is like a little place. Because so they have like chapels the, in like hospitals and shit. Chaplains? The, the, main, the main church. I don't know. We got to figure out what that word is. Yeah. But uh, yeah, um, Down for Love. Good show. Check it out, Except everybody. Except for the last two, two episodes, um, if you're uncomfortable with. Uh, Watching two people with Down syndrome get explained how to have sex, too. Yeah, hopefully if you're a fan of our podcast, that doesn't make you feel uncomfortable. All right, guys, listen. <laughs> Thank you uh, for tuning in to another episode of Actual Comedy Presents, an actual podcast. I'm Angel Ace. And I'm Aaron. And we will catch you next time. Peace. See ya. really stink. We were just singing the baby to sleep. Wake up, little Betty Bice. Have you been Betty Bice? It was waking me up. When I lay me down to sleep. When the soul identifies with Maya, it forgets. Thus the soul is temporarily in darkness. It is deluded, and it dreams the mortal dream. Becoming increasingly involved and confused, the soul remains bound up with the world. The intuitive faculty becomes suppressed and its perception of truth blotted out.